CD says, you know Clemson basketball is good if Walt's not talking about defensive tackles at the Combine. Oh, by the way, Aurora Row ran a 4.90 and uh, Teller Davis uh, like a 5.02 or something. So uh, some good times for uh, the uh, former Clemson defensive tackles. Lake Murray, uh, Michael, uh, raised a couple good points. He actually also brought up the sixth seed versus a four and five. He asked that question at 316. I did not see that until just now, but uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that's a legitimate question, uh, whether six is better than a four or five. Again, much will depend on the matchups, but my first thought is yes. Um, he also said, can a team play their way out of a national tournament by playing badly in the conference tournament? And he asked me a question, and, and my answer to that is not where Clemson and South Carolina are now. Now, you know, for other teams, certainly. I mean, you know, look, I think Wake Forest is still in limbo. I, I don't I don't think they're a given. I mean, I I think their tournament profile is iffy. They obviously had the big the good win, but they followed it up with the loss at, at Notre Dame, which won't be viewed as a bad loss, but still, uh, you know, they they would be well advised to play well in their last couple of games and maybe to win a tournament game. Um so you know, maybe for a team like Wake Forest, Michael, um, they they may they may need to do something in the tournament. But where Clemson and South Carolina are, they could they could easily lose the first game in the tournament. He did also mention that uh, he, he thinks that a double bye is important. I I think it is. You know you know. Let me let me explain my view on the double bye. I think I mentioned this yesterday, but. Um, I know people join the show at different times, but my view on the double bias, I think in a normal situation where your team is relatively healthy, uh, I, I don't care about the double buy at all. Play. I mean, I, these are kids. They're 18 to 22 years old, 18 to 23 years old. Uh, they can play every night. Uh, they can play every night. I, I, I used to play 10 hours a day. I, I mean, you can play every night. Um, but the but is... You have several players, key players, who are playing through injury, and they need as much rest as humanly possible. Um, you know, as I said, normally I don't think it's a bad thing to play, stay in rhythm, play, win a game against a lesser team, feel better than about the the games against the better teams you're going to play. I don't think it's a bad thing, but in this particular case regarding Clemson. I think that the double buy is very important because I just think that this is a team that that needs a little bit of a break, and so yeah, I think from a Clemson standpoint, I would agree with Michael. I think it's it's uh, it's a team that needs a break. Um, Tessa said, "How can anyone realistically believe that Cade will make it through the entire season with the emphasis on him running and being more physical?" With saying that, I see Clemson at eight and four. I, I get it. I get it. We're going to talk some about that in a few minutes. So I, I get it. Um, Texan Walt, who matches up best with Indiana State, Clemson or South Carolina? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. You know, my, my my first thought is South Carolina athletically on the perimeter. But 
I think Clemson matches up better with Avia, at least on paper. That's a really good question. I almost think South Carolina does. It's it's a really good question. It's it's a it's a unique question based on a, a one team matchup. But again, basketball is a team of a game of matchups. Uh Tennessee Steve. Uh, it, by the way, that was uh texter who sent me that? It was texter 353. I like that text 353. It's a really that's a really nice job. Uh that's a that's a really thoughtful question. Steve, how are you? Good to have you. I appreciate that, Walt. How you doing? Good, Steve. Thank you for getting in. Oh, no problem at all. Glad to do it. I uh, want to talk real quick first about uh, Tennessee game and more on Clemson uh, the other night. I tell you, they scared the heck out of me last night. <laughs> I thought for a little bit they were going to lose because I know how bad Bruce Pearl wanted to win. He got, he got teed up. And that kind of helped us a little bit. I think yeah. he tried to get his team fired up because he knew he needed it at the time. Yep. But um, they uh, they persevered. And they did. They didn't have me worried, especially when they were up by eight. Then Auburn comes back and takes the lead. Definitely had me worried. Well, look, you knew that would be a good game. It it it, it shaped up as as a good game, and it and it it sort of delivered. And I think I think Auburn's a good team. I, I think both those teams are good teams. My only question with Tennessee, of course, is the is the Barnes factor. Now he has a he has an All American offensive caliber player. It's something he's lacked at times. A lot of Rick Barnes basketball in the past has been you know fifty two fifty type of stuff. And if you're going to play every game fifty two to fifty, you're not winning anything in the NCAA tournament because you just don't have a big enough margin of error. You know the 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 teams that historically win, with the exception of UVA. The teams that historically win the tournament, they maul their way through the tournament. They may have one close game, but they maul their way through the tournament. They, you know, they win every game by double digits, uh, except maybe for one, and and that's the profile of a team that wins. And the the reason is because they can avoid the the upsets. As if they're blowing people out, just mathematically, they can avoid the upsets. If every if every game you play is a Virginia like fifty two fifty or a, a historical Barnes like. 52-50, well, you're never going to make it through six games. The odds are just stacked against you in, in terms of being able to do that. This year, you have a little more offense, so maybe, that, maybe that'll maybe that be the breakthrough. We'll see. Well, let, let's hope so. Uh, the margin of error, error in uh, those cases is really, really thin, and that, you know, that has a lot to do with it. But that leads me into Clemson. Veteran teams do well in the tournament, and that does bode well for Clemson. And, uh, there, you know, Shefflin showed up late, really needed that. Y'all really needed that. And uh, there was a kid, Beetle, B-A-E-D-O-E, I hope I'm pronouncing his yep. name right. Yep. He, was kind of, he was kind of an unsung hero there. He, he was. He, uh, he, he had a spark. Ooh. I hope that wasn't breakable. Uh, <laughs> there was just a crash in the lobby. Ben is bringing in some big box from outside. Uh oh! He, well, he's dragging it now. <laughs> no more chances. No more chances. <laughs> yeah, no, Steve, you're you're 100 right. Beetle was instrumental at the end of that game, and uh, without question. Well, 
that crash might be on me because yesterday I was delivering in Greenville and I no more than walked into the door where I was delivering and the bottom fell out raining. So they, bl- they blame that on me too. So I'll, I'll take the hit. <laughs> there you go, Steve. You do good work, Steve, and we appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Steve. You know, it's funny, Ramona. I, I, Steve brings up Josh Beadle, and I've got a texter, T-Bone, who's also bringing up Josh Beadle. He wrote, Walt, what did he make of uh, of Beetle coming in for Gerard due to his lack of defense? Well, I think that you had a matchup that was was difficult. You know, Pitt is running a lot of high ball screen action, and a lot of it is in the middle of the floor. The wings are basically shut off, and you know, Joe Gerard was instrumental in you. Uh, in the course of the game, but at the end of the game, uh, and this has been the case, it's it wasn't just this game. Um, Brad has made some offensive and defense substitutions involving Joe Girard right from the start of the year. It, it, it seems to me that actually he's been a little bit less, not as frequent late in the year, but you certainly went to uh, the more defensive player late in that contest. And I thought Josh... Did a great job, and he did a great job attacking the rim, which is one of his one of his strengths. You gotta remember, this kid, first of all, this kid has an energy about him and enthusiasm. And you gotta remember, he started the year slowly because he was coming off a, a, a very bad uh, motor vehicle accident. And uh and and I think it it took him a while, but you know, I was sort of clamoring for more Josh Beadle, not at the expense of anybody else, which is, again, that's a tough thing to say. You know, hey, I want this guy to get more minutes, but not at the expense of anybody else. You really can't have it both ways. But but I do think that Josh needs more minutes. I do. I think he's, I think he's very athletic. He has an extremely explosive first step. People have trouble with him because he's left-handed. They don't understand the the explosiveness of his first step and his ability to get to the rim. He probably has the most explosive first step on the team. He's a really good athlete. And and uh, and I think in certain matchup situations, you're going to see him because he can defend. He's a little bigger. He's a little more physical. It's certainly more athletic. Um, so in certain situations, late in games, you're going to see him. And again, it may be offensive and defense, but in this particular game, Josh was scoring. And so, you know, you could leave him in. And they, they brought Joe back with about two minutes left. And uh, and apparently Joe had some sort of, I, uh, I heard Ben mention this the other day, apparently Joe had some sort of little injury there late too. But, uh, but I think that initially it was a defensive substitution to try and match up with the size that they had at guards and and those guys were hitting i mean you know they they were they were hitting uh you know in the second half Clemson obviously did a much better job shutting pit down as a whole um so yeah uh texture said brad subs against pit were masterful they were they were. He, you know, again, this is a balance he has had to strike with this team all year because, as I said all season, and I asked Brad about this and he agreed, he basically had an offensive starting lineup, particularly when Wiggins was in the starting lineup, and a defensive second team. And it was trying to find some marriage of those two things, which just wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. That's why Clark is... That's why Clark has been such a key and how he has changed the nature of everything this team is. 
Um, he has he's been the missing link, and you know you can think back and wonder, you know, what this season might have been like had you had Clark all year, had you had Hemingway. And I, I realize that that he has dealt with injuries on a fairly consistent basis. Uh, so sometimes, you know, I bring his name up and people write, but he's always injured. Well, it, that's been the case. I, I, I can't I can't deny that. But, you know, he's a 50% three-point shooter. There have been times that, you know, in one of 18 and three of 21 or two of 20, whatever it was, uh, in games like that where Hemingway certainly would have made a difference in in an outcome. And so, you know, not having Clark uh, really for most of the year and not having uh, Hemingway have been things that, that weren't expected. Now, injuries happen. It's a, it's a part of the game. Uh, it seems that to me, like, in a way, this team and some of the players on this team have had more than their share. You know, uh, PJ is... PJ's not made it through a whole season healthy. Um, you know, that's the reality. He's proven he can play through the injuries uh, as opposed to sitting. He's he's proven he's proven that. And it's been important uh, when your best player demonstrates an, a, a willingness to play through injury. When he's not 100%, it, it, uh, it rubs off on everybody else. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that Brad... It's been a delicate balance and how to play it and, and how to strike that balance. Uh, but I think one of the things you've seen, um, and again, especially the the uh, the game, uh, the recent game where P.J. played 16 minutes, um, you've seen the, the sort of sophomore class rise up and play big. R.J. Goffrey played incredibly well in that game. And I'm looking for big things from him in the future. You know, even as you look the next year, I mean, I think Shefflin and Godfrey are going to do some really good things. I mean, I, they're both very aggressive players, and I think they're going to do some really good things. I still think Clemson's going to need to find one more true post player who at least is like a uh, gives you the double double potential. He may not be the quite the scorer that he, it's going to be hard to go and and find a, a PJ Hall in the transfer portal after this year to replace PJ. But I think you can find a big that, that has the potential of being a 10-10 guy maybe and maybe give you some sort of uh, uh, rim protection presence. And if you add that to a baseline that incu- includes Shefflin and 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 R.J. Godfrey and, and, uh, and, and Wiggins and whatever role Wiggins is in, then I, then I, think, you, I think you shape up pretty well in in that regard um and we've talked a little bit about this i mean you got to remember clemson clemson has some clemson has some talent stacked away i mean you have a great three-point shooter who's just been waiting for a chance to play and as and has given the starters uh lots of trouble when playing on the scout team and that's hybrid uh, hey, let me uh, tell you about uh, Gary Mahaffey and seniors uh, insurance for seniors and disabled. Look, you've heard all the unsolicited testimonials about Gary, and with good reason. I mean, he's just the best in the business. No one's close. No one knows this topic like Gary does. He's been selling Medicare for over 20 years. He's been on Medicare himself for over five years, so he knows the process inside and out. He's unbelievably intelligent and equally accommodating. Uh, he will meet with you anytime, anywhere to help you. 
Uh, you, the listeners, call in all the time with accolade after accolade about Gary and his crew. You trust him. You like him. He never gives you bad advice. He gives you the good, the bad, the ugly of every plan you're considering. If the current plan you're on is better, in his opinion, he'll tell you to stick with it, even if it costs him a sale. And remember, his services come free to you. He's paid by the companies, not you. And, you know, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, well, I'm, I'm in a pretty good situation right now. Why settle for that? As you're aging into Medicare, why not get every single benefit you're entitled to? Look, there's some sort of chance the plan you have right now is the best plan out there. It's unlikely, though, because Gary represents 125 other plans and seven of the major companies. It's possible your one is better than the 125 he represents, but it's probably not likely. But if it is, Gary will still tell you that. Regardless, call him. Find out. Find out what other benefits and monetary and otherwise await you. 864-307-8484. 864-307-8484. And in the unlikely event you want to consider another company or plan uh, that Gary doesn't represent, he'll still shepherd you through Medicare or SHIP to help you reach your goal. Walt Tip Tula Road Rage, quick break. Have you been charged with a criminal offense? The legal system could be overwhelming and intimidating. You could be facing significant consequences. You need someone in your corner to help you navigate it all. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, will help you get the answers you need. Call today for your free consultation at 864-654-3680 or visit nicklaverylaw.com. You don't have to go through this alone. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, here for you. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com SD Seating and Air is here to keep your family cool in the summer and warm in the winter with premium Heil units, supercharged with 100 years of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. SD's is Clemson alumni-owned and celebrating over 20 years of serving Tiger fans across Oconee, Pickens, and Greater Greenville. Be sure to like their Facebook page for giveaways, promotions, and specials. That's E-S-T-E-S Heating and Air on Facebook to win prizes and receive specials on HVAC services and installs to keep your family comfortable all year long with Heil units. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Wearing a hat is so much more important than a fashion statement. You're making a stand for your favorite sports team, local cause, or brand. Hatflow Co. takes headwear seriously, offering only the highest quality custom and collegiate hats with patches handmade by locals in the upstate. Visit hatflowco.com to upload your custom design and get it quick with nationwide shipping and no order minimums. Or shop their collegiate collection at Harrison's Workwear in Malden or Spartanburg. Whichever way you shop, thank you for supporting a small business. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. 
like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers and Anderson and online at ScoresDiamondJewelers.com and I want to be your jeweler. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are The Roar where every day is game day. Stood there boldly Sweating in the sun Felt like a million Felt like number one height of summer I'd never felt that strong like a rock Walt Tulip Road Rage we are back you know running everything I own is falling apart you know I gotta say something okay <laughs> my mom had a saying called snake bit yeah but I don't I don't know if that would pertain to yeah. you it, 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 but you've heard it right yeah it it feels that way it feels that you've way you've heard that yeah yeah okay good yeah it it it's it, it's like uh, everything, and some of it's like little things. But when when little things, and some of it's not little things. Some of it's like no. major, major <laughs> yeah, frigging yeah, yeah. things. You know, like the red jeep. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's now a major, major freaking thing. You know, that's just insane. Yeah. I, again, going back to the beginning, I knew I was in trouble <laughs> when I called those fools at Rip in the middle of the summer, and I got a message about they were off for Christmas break. I knew yeah, that. I knew that's then, bad. Right. I knew then I was screwed, and and uh, and it's only gotten uh, it's only gotten worse uh, uh, since then. Uh, but you talk about a uh, a money pit and a disaster. I mean, uh, the things I was told like this morning about it, just like just like, I'm like unbe- there's a whole bunch more. Oh yeah, just like unbelievable. But but uh, but. But then there've been just this string of other like like <laughs> like stuff. like annoying things like 
you know, like I'm sitting there doing some of my work the other day, and the mailwoman yeah. is up on my porch in my window. She's a really nice lady, but she's at my porch window, and she's trying to tell me something. And I'm like, the, and the dogs are going crazy because she's at my window. Right, right. I mean, that's why there are bars on those windows. Right. <laughs> and Surprised she got that right. close to the so window. So I, I had to go. I, I had to go around back and meet her on the other side. And and uh, I go to meet her and she says she wants to tell me that my my mailbox just fell apart. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, no, nobody hit it. Nobody hit it. I mean, it the just po- fell apart? Yeah, the post is like, you know, is wood and it's like in the it's sort of in the edge of the woods and it's an enormous mailbox. I mean, it's like it it's I mean, the mailbox is just enormous. The box itself. I do that on purpose. All right. So. Uh, so it's this enormous box and, and I forgot how much it weighed until I picked up the part of the post that was still attached to it. So like the wood, uh, the nails came out of it and it, and it's like (laughs) semi rotting. I had no idea. I I had no idea. I just, I hadn't paid any attention to it. And, uh, so I had to, I had to sort of rig it back together with what I had available at the time, just because there had to be a mailbox the next day. This was like at night. Correct. Or or late in the day that she, uh, she told me this. It's just, uh, you know, a a number of string of stuff. Yeah. A number of things like that. Remember when I destroyed the oven? When I, when when I I forgot that I had put something in the oven for storage. What was it? It was Some, some. I forget uh, what it was. Appliance, right? Yeah, I forgot. Some sort of. Uh, yeah, I forgot what it was. That I, I shoved in there for uh, for like storage, and yeah. then I forgot and just and you, turned the oven on. You cooked it. Yeah, ruined yeah. the whole oven. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah, I almost did something similar to that last last night. You did. Yeah, when I found out I had spilt some stuff. See, I actually have used my oven, unlike you. See, okay. you you no, have I've no risk of this. Oven. You what? I've used my oven. Yeah, for storage, like I just said. No, I use it for storage, and I cook stuff in it. You, and I take you have stuff cooked out. stuff in. Oh, that's I right. I take frozen the stuff dinner. out. No, frozen dinners go in the microwave. Wait, okay, so you've cooked real food in your oven? Yeah. When? I mean, it's when been was a while the last that time? I cooked. I cooked chicken and stuff okay, like that. When was that. the last time? Uh, I made biscuits Sunday. Biscuits. Yeah. Sunday. You. Yeah. Okay. What about real food beyond biscuits? Well, no, I, I eat frozen dinners. Okay. So, so when's the last no. time you cooked real food in your oven? Like you said, chicken. Oh, it's been a while. Like how long? Like uh, years, probably. <laughs> like years. But you know, like my friends cook. Why do you have in an the oven? oven. They use it when they come. Oh, oh, good. So you have an oven that's just for guests. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, they cook. They know I don't cook. They cook. All right. All right. I clean. They All cook. Right. Yeah. Uh, Robert, and you kill bugs. Robert. How oh, are yeah, you? that's right. I'm the bug killer. <laughs> I'm just laughing about the oven for guests. <laughs> yeah, they cook. I clean. They cook. I tell you what, my wife got me a toaster, uh, countertop toaster, oven, air fryer combination yeah. thingy this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Best investment she ever made. Really? I'm telling you, that thing is awesome. Really? Yeah. It'll it'll hook up some fish sticks. I'm here to tell well, you. I, I have one of those fry. spare ovens. I, I have one of those. I, I, I don't think I've ever used that. Yeah. What, a toaster oven? It probably stores something else in that. <laughs> Uh, what he's talking about a toaster oven or no or like a like a air mini, fryer thing like, no well it's not those an, air fryer things are cool it's a combination it's a combination it's a, it's a toaster, oven, toaster oven and air fryer air fryer broiler bake really I mean, it's pretty good size huh. it's a pretty good size countertop uh appliance hmm. but it's awesome 
especially that air fryer feature. Hmm. So, but uh, uh, one thing about basketball, I know you're talking about basketball. I want to talk a little college football, but uh, I tuned into that Oregon Oregon State game last night. Mm-hmm. My God, that Oregon court! Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! They went and stole their stinking colors from Wyoming in winter. Yeah, and painted their dang court that yeah, color. Yeah, that court's a little. Uh, a nap- uh, that court's a little rough to look at for a whole game. It is. It's just nappy as it can be. So, but uh, watched some good basketball last night. But uh, I don't know how much you've talked about it. That that Auburn Tennessee game and didn't you just uh, say you wanted Illinois. to talk about college football or something? I know. I- well, it's not so much college football. We got through Monday and, and Tuesday and Wednesday. Now it's Thursday, and we haven't talked about the federal judge ruling against the NCAA in Tennessee and Virginia's suit. I mean, they basically just neutered the NCAA. Yeah, well, I they mean, just, they, that's been done long ago. And, you know, and, and these decisions, uh, you know, are always uh, short-lived and temporary because uh, some other judge somewhere else will overrule it, and, and uh, I, I don't know. All I know, all I know is this. Uh, college football is, uh, is spiraling out of control, and, uh, but in, in, uh, in their cases, um, you know, again, I, I thought they had a case. I thought that uh, so we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they basically ruled that they can't, the NCAA can't prevent even these booster organizations from offering recruits. Well, I mean, it, it basically, it, it made it to where the NCAA cannot really enforce any rules, it sounds like. Yeah, well, and again, we said that at the time. We said that, you know, that uh, Tennessee's going to be on the right side of this, that uh, yeah. that their their arguments that they made at the time were sound there, there's just no way to distinguish this 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 notion of you know what is being used for uh recruiting purposes and what isn't is impossible to distinguish it is it's all a giant gray area that you have created i mean it was compulsory it was forced upon you but uh but that's because you suffered from a leadership vacuum and so the climate was right for it to be forced upon you. Um, you know, yeah. Mark Emmert and his run at the NCAA is going to be viewed historically as one of the most disastrous runs in collegiate sports history. In any stinking business, yeah. quasi-business organization history, I mean, it's like he was trying to destroy the NCAA. Yep. So, but then have you seen the, the new 14-team college football playoff proposal mm-hmm. that, that <laughs> where the SEC and the Big Ten get three automatic bids and the ACC they get two and the Big 12 gets two and well, then we'll let one group of five in. Yeah, well, look, it's not like we didn't think, no, this was going to happen. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Uh, you know, the, it's a Big Ten and SEC world right now, and you knew they were going to find a way to jam more of those teams in, and further expansion will do that. Now, in, in terms of uh, does that allow, you know, again, two ACC teams? Yeah, which is probably more than the ACC was going to get previously. So, I, look, by and large, I think playoff expansion is a good thing. 
by and large. I, I, I think that yeah. more teams is a good thing. More teams involved, more areas of the country is a good thing. And I, and I understand uh, the impetus for it with the Big Ten and the SEC. I understand why. And I also understand why people would view that as a poison pill. I get, I get all that. Uh, from my perspective, though, if you're going to go, you may as well go. I, don't, I thought 12 was a bad number to begin with. I thought it should have been 16 to start with. I mean, uh, yeah. you know. Well, my whole deal, Walton, you probably know this, is I'm for anything that does away with the stinking human element, the playoff committee. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll accept anything. And it sounds like if they're going to give out automatic bids to conferences, then that sounds like that could be the end of the committee that the conferences maybe would settle who gets their automatic bids. Does, does that sound logical? It, to you? It, it might be. I mean, I, I do think that I do think just in general, uh, it's not just the human element. It's the human element. It's the computer element. It's all bad. It's all bad. You know, so if you can find a way just as the NFL does to, to guarantee entry based on certain standards, then I think that, that that's the easiest way to go. We don't need, you know, idiots in a smoke-filled room to determine, you know, who gets to play. That's right. That's right. Do I have time for one more question? Yeah. Earlier Monday, I think it was Monday, I asked you about the officiating in the in the NCAA tournament and whether oh, or not yeah. they called I don't think I ever closer. got to that. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, what's your opinion? I mean, yeah. did they... I, I think it's... I think it's hard to know. I do think this. I think like teams, and I've always thought this, teams that live in a bubble in their respective conferences, like North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, uh, for example, are frequently hurt in the open air of the NCAA tournament when they when they do not get that same degree of favoritism. I think... I, right. I, I think that that helps even the playing field. I think it accounts for a lot of what's happened with Duke basketball historically. I think Duke is a good example. With you know, they have some championships. They also have some absolute, unmitigated, disastrous tournament appearances where they lost to absolute nobodies, and and then made excuses for it. And again, the reason is because they were artificially propped up all year with this bubble that protects them in the in the ACC. Um, yeah. At the same time, I, I always wonder what it's like. For, for example, you look at a team like Purdue with Zach Eady and, and Eady's ability at 7'5 and his size to push people around just based on his sheer size. You know, the, the Big Ten is sort of a rough-and-tumble officiating league, and they let a lot of that stuff go. It's like they know Edie, and they know, and they've determined that this is how they're going to officiate them. And it's led some teams that have played uh, Purdue, like Northwestern, to wind up with basically everybody on their team getting fouled out. And I understand it. I, I, I do. Um, you know, he's a guy who creates a lot of fouls. The question is, when when teams from that league get into the open air of the of the NCAA tournament, how will they be officiated? Will they will 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 people see it the same way, or will Zach Eady suddenly be the one who starts picking up three fouls in ten minutes? Right, right. So teams that that during the season tend to get to the foul line, free throw line yes. more. That continues into the tournament. Well, n- Is that no, correct. 
No, it may not. See, that's the point. You know, again, historically speaking, Duke and North Carolina have these enormous free throw attempt advantages. They get into the NCAA tournament and they frequently do not see that type of advantage, hmm. which has led to some disappointing outcomes, uh, especially as it relates to Duke. Yeah, see, I, I wonder about that because I feel I, I look at it as though North Carolina and Duke, they're outliers. I can't believe any other conference treats Kansas, Kansas, that way. Kansas gets some of that treatment. Yeah, and, and, yeah, you're right. You know, and in this year, in, in this, in the uh, Big Ten, as I said, I think Purdue gets some treatment in terms of physicality, and I think that's what's going to be interesting. Robert, I got to run. It was good speaking to you as always, Ramona. Yes, Walt. Gilstrap Roofing visited <laughs> you again recently. They did. They did. Now, the last time they visited you was like ten years ago. So it's yeah, been, it was you've a had a good time. you've had a good run. I had Ramona. a good run. You had a good yes. run. Yes, and plus, you know, I mean, that roof is twenty years old. Oof. So Do you, don't so, you feel funny about saying that out loud? Yeah, well, now that I had them inspect it <laughs> it's and true. come work on it, That's I can true. say it out loud. That's true. Okay. So you're thinking he may squeeze another ten? So, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I uh, was noticing some mold or mildew or yeah. something, and, uh, and Green I thought, stuff. well, yeah, yeah. And so I thought, hmm. Mm, yeah. And so I called them, and they came out, and I was scared. I thought I would need a whole new roof, and they didn't. They repaired one. They had one hole, and some things were blocked. Some vents were blocked. That's why I was getting the moisture, and they fixed it. There you go. And I'm very confident that it'll last another, a long time. Another 10 years, yeah. Yes. Uh, hey, uh, that's Gilstrap Roofing. Look, they're the best roofing company in the upstate, and, and they've proven it with a track record that's just unparalleled. No one can match. They've served the upstate since 1935. Nobody can equal that. Nobody can even come close to that. Family-owned and operated across four generations, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau as the Upstate's premier roofers, fully licensed, bonded, insured, a full-service roofing contractor, extensive experience with hail damage and wind damage claims. GAF Master Elite Certified gives the option to upgrade your warranty. Like and follow Gilstrap Roofing on Facebook and Instagram for a chance to win their monthly giveaway. I promise you will not want to miss out. Call Gilstrap today, 864-269-1232, 864-269-1232, or online, gilstraproofing.com. Waltip Tulip Road Rage, quick break. This Saturday, the Clemson Tigers are headed up to South Bend, Indiana to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. As the month of March begins, the Tigers look to create momentum with a win on the road. Broadcast begins with pregame starting at 7.15. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco. With five locations across the Upstate, our award-winning team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. And our chefs at Willie Taco utilize the freshest, most creative and unexpected ingredients in our kitchens. Come see why Southern Living and Food and Wine Magazine rave about our signature offerings such as the Southern Tide, Crispy Avocado, and Nashville Hot Chicken Tacos with flavors you won't find anywhere else. Willie Taco is ready to serve you our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie Way. Carolina Top Dressing is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. 
Right now, take advantage of our limited time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at carolinatopdressing.com for your free quote. And as always, go Tigers! Concerned about a potential gas leak at home? No worries. Fort Hill Natural Gas, your safety-focused energy provider, has you covered. Natural Gas, renowned for its safety and reliability, ensures your household comfort while it's colorless and odorless. We've added a distinctive rotten egg scent for instant leak detection. If you ever smell a gas odor, act fast and call the Fort Hill Natural Gas office immediately. For more safety tips, visit FHNGA.com. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aw, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Nos vamos a divertir mucho. And that means we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Your flagship station for Clemson men's basketball, 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. about this Ramona from Aaron uh Gilstrap is awesome great company better people we love Tasha and her family how about that that's from Aaron yep that's Aaron. nice yep we appreciate that we appreciate that uh you can get in if you want 654-7627 let me get to a uh, looper I want to talk some uh I want to talk some Dabo press conference and and some of the things I think need to happen this year uh, before we make way for Clemson women's basketball so we're to uh steer towards some football conversation in a second. You can get in on it if you want. There are a couple other odds and ends I want to get to. Uh, Looper, Looper, what's going on there, Looper? Oh, we ain't, hey, we ain't worried about Dabo. We took a day off from work, Dabo Day. This is take away, take a day off for Dabo. Dabo had his press conference yesterday. We, we ain't worried. We at the celebrating Dabo's day at the Lost Cajun Seafood and Gumbo over here on North 
East North Street, somewhere right out here off Main Street, just had some gator we'll bites. Them the and, bill uh, boy, I tell you, I tell you, a mellow drink, Jack. It's called go. the Cajun Breeze. <laughs> Y'all, you, you and your little sidekick need to come over here because. Uh, okay, uh, Luther, <laughs> Luther, why do you keep calling me a sidekick? I'm not a sidekick. Well, you're a little sidekick. I'm an equal. I know. I'm a, li- I'm a little sidekick now. <laughs> I'm an no, equal no, the incredibly you're shrinking the... sidekick. <laughs> well, you're the boss, ain't you? I know, but does that make me a sidekick? No, you. Uh, well, I mean, he's smart in the sports. You run the show, so uh, who's in charge? Okay. There you go. That's, a, make, good, that's a good uh, question. Anyway, y'all need to. Uh, anybody heard from a uh, two timer yet? <laughs> oh, boy. No, no we, have not, we have not heard from two-timer yeah, yet. Say, you know, two-timer, you know, two-timer, because Brownell pulled out a genius stroke, put the big man on him and shut him down. <laughs> so we're going to get in here. We done had a few libations of my size before we stepped in this little, before we stepped in this little low place. We're going to go over here at Starkey's, Starkey's Pub and have a little cocktail. And uh, uh, Beamer, don't be sad. You're a second-class man in this state. We'll take it up there. A shot at Beamer. Looper had a few libations <laughs> before he got to the spot he's oh, at now. Yeah. And he's going to go and to another place more. and have a few more libations That's right. after that. We're sending all those places the bill for his, uh, right. his advertising that's on, right. on, on air. Roman Looper. Uh, it's, that's right. But uh, t- Mr. Two-Timer is just, uh, is, is just <laughs> hysterical. Is absolutely hysterical. You can get in 654-767, 654-767. You know, one thing I will say about this particular basketball season, that it's why I also think, look, we had a wide-open tournament last year, right? We, we, had, we had two teams in the Final Four that just, other than Ramona, people just didn't think would get there. You know, Ramona had Florida Atlantic. I did, we had, yeah. and you and you found out that I could have won a lot of money. Yeah, you could have won a lot of money. Yeah. Yes, you could have. Darn uh, it! But but this stands to be somewhat similar to last year in that it, it stands to be very wide open, with the possible exception of UConn, and I don't know, maybe Purdue, maybe Purdue, but you know, if you start to try and put together an all-american team for this season it's sort of hard i mean i think you you start with 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 zach Eady. um i think that seems sort of obvious um and then i think your guards are Tristan Newton of UConn and RJ Davis of North Carolina. I think that's the only part of it that is a given. I I, I think people want to make Dalton connect to Tennessee. Uh, one of those guys. I don't know. Maybe, maybe is maybe is. I I don't know. You know how much scoring that team would have without him. You know maybe maybe he's. Maybe he's the fourth guy, um, and then you still need a fifth guy, and I, and I don't know what direction you go in. I mean, uh, you could go in a hundred different directions. There, there's just nobody there that that like is a mortal lock certainty 
uh, for that fifth spot. And quite honestly, I, I think once you go past those first three, I, I, I mean, I think if Newton doesn't make first team, you should have an investigation. Uh, I think R.J. Davis seems like sort of a given, and I, I think obviously Edie is a given. The, the, the thing is, these are not great players. I mean, I, they're good players, but they're not like historically great players. And and I, I sort of mentioned this um, quickly the other day, but think about this, okay? Think about the, it, just going back in the history of the sport, all right? The 1982 Final Four, the 1982 Final Four included uh, Louisville, Houston, Georgetown, and North Carolina. Louisville, Houston, Georgetown, and North Carolina, all right? In the championship game, you had Patrick Ewing and Sleepy Floyd for Georgetown. You had Michael Jordan, James Worthy, and Sam Perkins for North Carolina. Right there, you have five guys right there who are better than anybody who will be on this first team this year. You had five guys playing in the championship. This is an all-American team. These are just five guys on two teams that wound up playing each other for the championship. I mean, you had Jordan, Worthy, and Perkins who are all historical NBA greats. And on the on the Georgetown side, you had Patrick Ewing, who's a historical NBA great. And you had Sleepy Floyd, who was a really good NBA player. In fact, for a long time, he may still hold it. He had the, the most points in one quarter, whatever that was. It was like, dude scored like 35 points in a quarter or something like that. That record, he may still hold that record. Um, But you had those five guys just in the national championship game. That's before you go to the to the other two teams that made the, the Final Four. The other two teams, you had... Houston with Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. Just think about that Final Four. From a talent standpoint, that Final Four has to be the greatest of all time, I would think. Just off the top of my head. You had Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. So now I have Jordan Worthy Perkins, Ewing Sleepy Floyd, Olajuwon, Akeem Olajuwon, and Clyde Drexler. Then for Louisville, you had Derek Smith, who was a, a truly great player. You had uh, Rodney McRae. Um, I'm trying to think who else was on that team. Um, uh, Scooter McRae was on that team. Um, 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 um. But, you know, you had... Derek Smith and Rodney McCray. Let's just say those two. You also had uh, Lancaster Gordon was on that team. But you, Derek Smith and Rodney McCray were great players. Were great players. Were they as good as those other players I just named? No. All right. So, so let's just discount Louisville. Let's just throw them out of the equation. We just gave you seven guys from those other three teams that are better than anybody uh, that you can put on this year's team. 
I mean, most of them are inarguably better. I mean, you had Elijah one and Ewing. Elijah one and Ewing. You had Michael Jordan. You had James Worthy. You had Sam Perkins. You had Clyde freaking Drexler. I mean, these are some of the greatest players in NBA history who were all part of that 1982 final. And then you look at this year's All-American team. I'm not even talking the rest of the country. I'm just talking about the teams that made the final four. Then you look at the rest of the country and, and you add those names to that to that conversation. But this year, you know, you're going, well, Zach Eady, Tristan Newton, R.J. Davis, none of those guys could even sniff that group that we just talked about. And beyond those three, you gotta you got to hunt for four and five. You have to hunt for four and five. That was the level of talent that the game used to have. Now, some of it was because guys stayed in school longer in general. You know, I'll tell you this, and I've thought this forever. Patrick Ewing is the most underrated college player in the history of the game. You know, when North Carolina played Georgetown in 1982 for the NCAA championship, the best player in the court was not Michael Jordan. It was not James Worthy. It was not Sam Perkins. It was Patrick Ewing. It wasn't even close. Even every North Carolina fan will tell you that. The best player in the court was Patrick Ewing. At the start of that game, he blocked every shot. Some of them he just goaltended just to show you that you're not coming in here. And Georgetown was in position to win the game when Freddie Brown made one of the greatest mistakes in the, the history of college basketball and uh, and just inadvertently threw the ball to North Carolina. Um, and But Georgetown was in, and Patrick Ewing was in position to win that game. Ewing won a title, and then he was victimized in a national championship game by Villanova's performance in 85 in the greatest in the greatest team shooting performance in the history of basketball when uh when in 1985 remember that uh that Villanova in beating Georgetown to win the national championship shot 78% or something of that sort from the field to win that game 78% against Ewing and Georgetown. Patrick Ewing came dangerously close to winning three NCAA championships and probably should have. And not only that, he would have beaten some of the great teams of all time um, and played some of the great played some of the great players of all time. That was, uh, that was Patrick Ewing. Uh, I really think that, you know, Ewing never won an NBA title, and the reason he never won an NBA title is because when your second-best player is John Starks, that's not good enough. Patrick Ewing played at a time that first there was Bird and there was Jordan and there was Isaiah. You know, he had a lot to get past, but, you know, they always had him playing with like one arm tied behind his back. Because, again, when your second best player is John Starks, that's just not good enough. John Starks single handedly kept Ewing from winning a, an NBA title. When he shot like, three of 20 or something in the NBA final against Houston. And if he had just stopped shooting the frigging ball, Ewing would have had an NBA title. Ewing is one of the most underrated players in the history of the game. Uh, he just, the Knicks didn't do enough to help him. Um, and collegiately, you're talking about one of the six, seven greatest college players of all time. You're, you're, 
he might be the most dominant defensive force that ever played the college game. He's certainly in that conversation. Um, I don't think he ever gets the credit he deserves, and I don't think people understood, understand today how great he really was collegiately. I know North Carolina understood that night. Waltip Tula Road Rage, quick break. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a new Samsung Galaxy A15 for just $99. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Good talk. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at Walmart and StraightTalk.com. For network management practices, visit StraightTalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. In-store activation on single silver unlimited plan or higher required. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. At Serta Pro, satisfied customers speak for themselves. The paint crew was pleasant and professional. The result was beautiful, and they were really responsive to any issues we had, including fixing a good-sized hole in the wall with no problem. Serta Pro crew members worked continuously, showing attention to detail with extensive trim work, resulting in a high-quality finish. I monitored the job closely, and when I had questions or observations, the crew always seemed to step ahead of me. Visit SertaPro.com to schedule your free painting quote today. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds, and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors, and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. It's time to party with Buff City Soap. Book your next birthday party, corporate event, or girls' night out at Buff City Soap to make memories with your friends, coworkers, and family. To book your event, visit buffcitysoap.com and click book your party. It's that easy. Whether you choose custom mini bath bombs or soap, you'll be the party hero with this truly unforgettable soap-making experience. Shop Buff City Soap, Arrow Village Shopping Center in Clemson, and the shops at Green Ridge in Greenville. Book your party to remember with Buff City Soap. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aw, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Nos vamos a divertir mucho. And that means we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. Just go to babbel.com and start learning a new language today. 
That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans, are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive the personalized attention you deserve, along with great rates, loans, for any reason, and a dynamic online experience. Visit one of their 41 convenient office locations, or visit foundersfcu.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax, go Tigers! Federally insured by NCUA, membership qualification required, terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Clemson football held its first spring practice yesterday on the Clemson campus as Dabo Sweeney got his team back on the field. Of course, last year they finished at 9-4, won the Gator Bowl in a thrilling win over Kentucky. But spring practice, a couple of things that you can look for that we learned from Coach yesterday. One, Peter Woods will be lined up at some defensive end throughout the spring and then probably also into the season. Obviously, you'll have T.J. Parker at one end position on the defensive line. But look for Peter Woods to be over on the other side. The battle at center position on the offensive line will be one interesting to watch throughout the spring. Ryan Lithicum, Harris Sewell.